You're listening to the AF Playbook Podcast with David Ford, the show that teaches you all about internet marketing. All right. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have Jason Rubaki with me on the line. How are you doing, Jason? What's the good word, sir? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for doing this. I know we've been trying to schedule it for a while, and both our schedules have not aligned, so... Yeah, I've um, just been busy, you know, obviously after conference season and things like that. And I've been busy trying to build up a, a new company on my end, um, starting from kind of from scratch again, but uh, I'm enjoying every day of it. So it's, cool. been, it's been exciting for me. Yeah, I want to get into that. But uh, before we do, let's go a little bit um, on your background. Just tell us how you how you got started with affiliate marketing and sort of the short story to this point. Okay. Um, yeah, because this could take forever. <laughs> so I guess it's probably been about oof, man, 12 years now. Okay. Um, basically, it came down to um, I was working. Um, I was kind of dabbling around with websites on my own on the side, and I was working out of really, really bad – I was a customer service manager for um, – an e-commerce site actually and it was the worst job ever um, because it's basically the job where people um, take everything out on you it's when the customer service rep can't handle the call Mm -hmm. because then they want to talk to the manager and basically rip on you so that was my job at the time Um, but I was I made friends with the marketing manager of the company at the time who actually took his time um, to kind of take me under his wing and um, get me, save me from the working in customer service (laughs) and, um, you know, start teaching me and uh, about marketing and affiliate marketing. And he kind of showed me the ropes and kind of just like everything I personally, everything I do in my life, I, I put my heart and soul into it. I like to be the best at what I do. I try to be. Yeah. And, um, I, I took this program, this dilapidated, you know, old affiliate program that's, that was untouched for years. And I actually started learning how everything worked and increased revenue on the program, you know, a thousand percent, like in the first three months of this program, just by work doing my thing, learning how to do it. Then from there, I started building my own affiliate websites and went out on my own. Um, and, uh, you know, built one of the first coupon sites that was ever created, yeah. I believe. And this was, you know, back when people, the coupon sites weren't everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, sold a few of those um, in my lifetime and then got out of that niche and went into the sports industry and at one point was running a few hundred sports sites at one time, um, which was fun, selling basically sports apparel and, and accessories and things like that. Um okay. Went over to, at that point, uh, was offered a position to move to the management side where I went and managed um, some affiliate programs. Um, And then um, at that point, went and worked for a network, um, ShareSale, for almost five years and recently left them about six months ago. Um, And now I've come full circle and started my own business again. Um, But with the emphasis on SEO because um, I'm pretty nerdy when it comes to SEO, <laughs> pretty passionate about it. That's cool. Yeah, I, you were with ShareSale for a while. I remember you were kind of like the the go to guy over there. That I was busy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you must have been. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I was the affiliate development manager over there, so um, you know I, I was a pretty busy guy. Um, yeah. And uh, you know I I moved. Actually, from Florida to Chicago to work at ShareSale, I mean, it was a great experience. Um, but I think it was it was just time for me to, um, career-wise, f- for me to grow. I really like to continue growing and not like to, unfortunately, just stop learning. I like to continue and with my skill set and so forth. Sure. Um, and and thought it was you know it was just time for me to move on and take you know what I was really passionate about, which is SEO and, and using it on a day-to-day basis. So, so now you, your company is past the SEO.com. Correct. Um, and yeah. tell us about what you, what you do. Well, um, let's see. So we've been in 
in business for about six months now. Um, basically, I uh, you know I have monthly SEO clients mm-hmm. um, that you know I take care of and maintain their SEO um, to the highest of standards. Um, you know I go above and beyond as far as keyword research and, you know, just maintaining all of their, their information and make sure that every page is optimized to the fullest, everything down to, to the, to the image, to, to anything I can optimize on a page, it will be optimized if I'm handling that account. That's, I, I always, you know, like I said, I like to be the best at what I do and that applies to any clients that are of mine as well. So, um, you know, the main goal obviously is is to um, grow the company um, and acquire larger and more um, SEO clients, and and in turn, I want to create jobs um, for people that enjoy the same space. Um, so, cool. you know, I have a, a part time employee right now mm-hmm. who um, I have scheduled hopefully to be full time in the very very near future, and then I also have. Um, once that happens, another guy that will be coming on part-time who then will in turn become full-time hopefully in the near future. And I just would like to – they're very very talented people that are kind of came from the same background, kind of stuck in a spot where they're way overqualified for what they do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I want to obviously help them grow because I, I still every day thank – the guy who took me from that horrible customer <laughs> service job and saved me and yeah. saved and pulled me out of there. And without him, I, who knows where I'd be, you know, I might still be taking horrible calls and having people tell me that they were going to kill me over the phone because they didn't get their product in time. Oh boy. Um, but so, you know, I, I want to, you know, help these, my friends. I mean, uh, you know, I consider my colleagues, my friends. I mean, I think that's how it should be, Yeah. you know, and it, we've had great relationships or people that I've worked with before that we even work on websites now. So I'm still doing a little bit of that on the side, mm-hmm. um, affiliate work. I have some video game websites that I work on that I, I like to play video games. So, um, yeah. I got some gaming sites that I add content to on a frequent basis that, the group of us do. So obviously if you have a group of people that have, can write great content, you know, we add some stuff there. Um, I like graffiti and hip hop music. So I have a b- couple of those sites that do well in the affiliate niche as well. Um, so, you know, I still work on those when I have time, but the goal ultimately with the company is to, to um, just grow and help people with their SEO. Cause there's a lot of bad SEO out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Speaking um, speaking of gaming, I think I saw on Facebook you broke down and bought an Xbox One. Or were I did. you? Yeah, I, I, you know, and I was. I'm usually that guy that um, would have had it on day one. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, uh-huh. but um, I was. This was in the transition of when I left Share Sale, and uh, you know, last year, and it was coming out, and I hadn't pre-ordered it yet, mm-hmm. so. I was actually being a responsible adult <laughs> for the first time in my life. That's not fun. That's... I know. I know. But, you know, the, last year was kind of, you know, I haven't really spoke about it too much, but um, some people may know. Sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, that uh, I, I had some health issues um, through the last half of um, last year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, where I was going with that is basically, um, I kind of took a step back and had to look as a grown up and yeah. and say, okay, I want it, but I'm going to have to wait a little bit and break down. And, and I finally became where the company is. We've picked up enough clients already where I'm comfortable enough again to support my family, you mm-hmm. know, and everything. Where I was ready to get the Xbox One, and now <laughs> now I'm uh, you know it's I'm back with my my crew again and we're playing every night and basically it's awesome. it's creating content for us yeah because, because you can write about it i i know i i could um i was thinking about this year i could probably write off my xbox one because <laughs> yeah it's, i mean it's it's you know a tool that i use for creating content whether it's videos or mm-hmm. writing content about a game review so i don't know that's pretty cool 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a big time gamer. Um, I game a lot and, uh, it's fun. Do you game? It is. Yeah, I do. I do. I've been, I've been kind of holding off to with the Xbox one actually, cause there haven't really been any games before Titanfall that I really wanted to play. So now I've been looking at it like, Hmm, maybe I should. But, Titanfall is amazing. Is it? Like, yeah. I, um, uh, I not, I was typically not a fan, um, of those kind of futuristic type games. I was afraid yeah. it was going to be a little too halo for me. Mm-hmm. And those games just freak me out and I don't want to <laughs> play them. Uh-huh. But Titanfall is a lot. It, it flows. Really? And it's, okay. It has that call of duty feel, which I've always been, that's kind of my game. And, um, it has that same feel, but with obviously a little more futuristic touch to it. And, um, it's amazing. It's hmm. amazing. Now, so, see, dang it! Now I want to get one. I'm gonna. I know. I and the you know, the other reason too to get it yeah. is because four is a five. You can't get it on the old Xbox as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I recently got that. My birthday was last week. I hit the big thirty five. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, I get blah blah blah. And <laughs> um, but a friend of mine sent me four is a five, and uh-huh. we had a whole racing crew that we raced on the last Forza and man, the graphics are just incredible. Are they? It's incredible. So I'm trying to build up my car garage and get that going again. <laughs> that sounds yeah. cool. That sounds like a fun, uh, fun pastime. I'm going to, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Well, it's a, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk. We, I'm sure we could talk about, we'll have to do another podcast just about gaming or something. I would count me in. Cool. Okay. <laughs> but I know everybody wants to talk hear about SEO stuff and um, and what you do now. So I wanted to to just start a conversation about SEO and maybe where you see some opportunities for affiliates or really anybody that owns a business or a product or whatever in 2014. Um, one of the one of the things with SEO. Um, I, I just do kind of basic SEO. I mean, I don't have a lot of SEO sites. I do some data feed sites and stuff like that. So I'm in no way an expert, but it seems like SEO is, it's one of those things where people really like to talk about different theories and like, oh, this is the best way to link build or this is the best way to do that. But it seems hard to ever do a true test. Like, you know, if you try to rank two sites for the same yeah. keyword and change things. I mean, it's not just like running a AdWords campaign and split testing two ads and you kind of know which one works. Uh, would right. you say that's true or am I not really like looking at that right? No, I mean, you're pretty dead on. There's, I mean, Google, I mean, it could be something as simple as separating like your image file names by a hyphen from an underscore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people have different <laughs> theories about that. Right. I, I, I'm, to- I'll be, I'm honest with you. Like, um, I've gotten into many discussions, and this is one thing I've preached for um, years, and I have always been able to rank my images in the top few spots because I'm like, I'm going to try this. I just had a hunch, and I tried it, and I'm using doing things such as using underscores in my images um, instead of um, dashes hmm. and obviously keeping those nice and clean, the file names. Yeah. Sure enough, they outranked the, the ones with hyphens. Interesting. Um, yeah. Any I idea just, why? Why? <laughs> I, I know. Uh, That's the, I, it was just, it's just some weird quirk. Yeah. I mean, obviously it does, it's not bad. It's not a bad practice if you use it with hyphens in it, in an image name. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes people do in, in just talking about images in optimizing them is they don't take the time just to name it something clean. Like if they have an image or they're getting an image from somewhere else, which is a no, no, but you know, Mm -hmm. um, they'll just take the file and they'll just use the name that's already exists. Well, it's probably like a bunch of letters with an underscore dash followed by 8 million numbers. (laughs) Yeah. JPEG or something. Right. Take the time to actually put keywords as the name of your image you know what I mean? So yeah. like, I've been able to outrank actual vendors that have provided me products for review mm-hmm. and even big chain stores that, you know, I won't mention or <laughs> big online retailers just in image wise, just due to that. I mean, wow. there's also, you know, using the alt tags and all that stuff that sure. people miss out for images as well. But, um, you're, you are right. I mean, it's, 
it can, you know, a period in a sentence can make a difference on what Google's reading and what's not. (laughs) So um, it's just, I like it because it's, call it ADD, ADHD, whatever (laughs) it's, but it's constantly changing. So it's, it's keeping you busy and keeping your brain occupied and you have to kind of try to stay ahead of what the search engines are going to do next. And I find that challenging. I not trying to go back to video games, but I, you can do it. You can do it. I, I, (laughs) I actually try to play, the search engines like they are a video game. Hmm, I, that's a good way to look at you it. You know, I implement, you know, different strategies when facing an opponent mm-hmm. or, or, you know, and see what works best. Um, you know, if it, and constantly, you got to constantly be testing um, and come back to the drawing board. If you drop some spots, obviously that's not working. You got to come up with a new fresh idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though that idea may be work get you up and start working and, and work for a few weeks or a few months, you got to stay on top of it because it's going to change. Yeah. I mean, we all know it's going <laughs> to change. So, um, testing is, is a constant and, and the biggest thing that has never changed. The one thing that has never changed in the world of SEO is content. Yeah. Um, just provide quality, unique content on a frequent basis. And if you actually write it as a human being and not trying to write it for a search engine, Hmm. you will do, you will be successful. That's yeah. That's a great point. If you try to force write something, if you're writing about something you're not passionate about, number one, your readers, if you're getting readers, they can see right through that content. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And number two, it's, the search engines are smart enough to see that too. Or if you're just stripping content from somewhere else and changing a few words, you're going to, you know, you're not putting in any effort. It doesn't take long. If I wrote about a video game, I could write a five paragraph post in a matter of minutes. Cause it's just something I can write about. Yeah. My biggest, I guess, tip to somebody, um, getting into SEO or starting a new site or something like that is, there are, if you're using WordPress, that would be my choice platform mm-hmm. to recommend. Um, there are very basic, <clears throat> some plugins to use for SEO. Yoast is, Yoast, is yeah. my um, go-to when it comes to SEO. Um, and taking the time and just make sure you're writing quality, unique content. Don't force it. And don't jump on a niche just because people are saying it's a good niche to be in if you have nothing to relate with it. You know, somebody tells me that, you know, like I know a lot of people make money in diet pills and things like that, (laughs) but I'm not personally going to go and write about diet pills because I only weigh 145 pounds. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, so I, I have no, I don't relate to that. So I can't write content on a frequent basis about that. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point about content. It seems like I see a lot of people who, you know, you tell them something like that, well, you know, just above all else, make sure you have good content on the site. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. But what about, you know, building link farms and doing drip feed blasts and stuff like, like they want to do all these tricks and use all these tools and stuff instead of just doing, I don't want to call it boring, but you know, just really kind of the basics and making it high quality. Exactly. It's quality because the quality um, is going to keep your user, keep your readers around longer mm-hmm. and coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, link building, uh, my theory on link building has always been the same. People can hate on it all they want, but <laughs> it's always worked for me. Um, and I have never purchased one link in my entire life. I may okay. have asked for a few links yeah. from some friends, um, but. For example, uh, my gaming site, Mm -hmm. it's just about a year, a little over a year old at this point, Mm -hmm. already has 10,000 unique backlinks. Wow. Why? All because of quality, unique content. If you write good content, people are going to link to it. That's plain and simple. And that's a great link building strategy. Why waste your time, money, effort (laughs) on going out and trying to grab links that are possibly going to just harm your site? 
because that's what you're doing if you're buying links or anything like that. So, you know, the whole link building strategy to me falls more on content creation and what they're calling content marketing now. It's you create good content and the links will come. Yeah. So, so basically if someone came to you and said, okay, I just, I threw up this new, you know, site, it's a video game review site and I'm, you know, been writing content and stuff and how should I go about getting links? Your advice would be just to keep writing, keep writing. Yeah. Because the links will happen. I mean, you know, I'll tell you one thing that does help is that, um, you know, social wise, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. you have your Facebook page for the site, you have a Twitter and what I have actually, and this is, I've talked about this many years ago and this only works for certain niches, but it's always worth trying, um, is stumble upon. So every time I write a new post and I publish it, I, I go and then I, stumble it myself on the stumble upon i do that too yeah (laughs) no and depending on your niche you can get giant waves of traffic and sometimes these waves will go on top almost like a tsunami effect and get bigger and bigger because somebody will see it and then they'll re-stumble it and then it gets bigger and bigger and then that in turn will get you links because then people will start seeing your content and then other guys that are writing about gaming or whatever they'll then you know, link to your site or so forth. But stumble has been a huge success for me for many of years, um, depending on the niche. Um, you know, it, it, it's more of the tech kind of artsy crowd, I yeah. guess. Um, if that I've seen successful and surprisingly, um, I even started a board for my gaming site, um, for gaming, uh, mm-hmm. on Pinterest. Mm, okay. And surprisingly, I get a decent amount of traffic from there. Um, That's, you know, and people repinning and coming to the site from Pinterest, which it was, it all started as a test and it worked. Um, So I think there are more male users kind of using Pinterest um, as a tool um, or even to look at pictures or find articles. Um, But keep in mind, those are all links. They might not be, you know, they may be no follow links, but you know, they're going to be links back to your site. And just, you know, once you get somebody to your, your site and they see what they, you know, they like what they see mm-hmm. more than likely they're going to return. Yeah. I mean, it's true. One of the sites that I have at this point gets an on-page average per visitor of over 13 minutes. Wow. And that's really good. It's seven plus page views per visitor. Wow. Wow. And you attribute that all to content. I I totally think it is. Um, I mean, we do have videos on the site, obviously, which increases on page time. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just, we don't even put videos in the posts on, on the site. Um, those are actually done just on a widget that's on the right hand side of uh, the right navigation that links to the YouTube channel. Yeah. But it's keeping people on the site and then having them interested and clicking through to other related posts. And one of the biggest things that a lot of people really don't do, um, and I'm trying not to jump all over the place, but how my brain works, (laughs) um, is interlinking between your posts. So like if I'm writing an article about Titanfall, for example, and in there I mention Xbox one, why not interlink that with the, you know, uh, uh, an anchor text link to a tag page with every article related to Xbox One and build those interlinks on my website. Good point. I'm um, um, So that is huge, and that's a great way to build your links internally. I'm just I'm writing down some notes because I want to come back and ask, ask things later, but that, sure. that made me think of another question. So you talked about um, you know interlinking from post to post, um, what do you say? Cause I know a lot of people worry about SEO hosting different C class IPs and, um, interlinking between sites. What's your thought on that? Like if I have a bunch of SEO sites, it, do you have any rules or general guidelines for linking between them or not linking between them? Um, you know, the whole blog role thing is kind of dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those, you know, you'll get links, but they really don't, give you any value or anything like that. Um, you know, I'll occasionally 
put a link in somewhere um, if I think it's going to, you know, somewhere in the footer, like if it was created by, but the whole interlinking thing is just interlinking within the same site and that adds more value to be honest with you. Um, And like I said, that's not just linking from post to post. That's might be linking from post to a tag page that lists all of the posts based on that one topic yeah so when someone searches xbox one that tag page will come up and then they'll see all those different articles that relate to xbox one rather than just one post about the xbox one if that makes sense yeah totally so so you're i guess you know you're getting so many natural links that you don't really worry about boosting your sites by linking them together or anything no, like, yeah. I, I don't, to be honest. And because if they're not related, I don't want to take the risk of getting a penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, exactly. it's not worth it. It's 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 that one link is not worth me getting a penalty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just, you know, I can, when you build a site, you can even uh, I've even depending on how good the the content is if you write good content i've seen this and i've done this that if you write good content and the page is seo'd properly you know you use the right plugin and you have it optimized correctly and you have a site map and you've set up your webmaster tools which is very important that you do if you haven't make sure you know you set up you know so your pages get crawled for anytime a change is made in google um so- same with same with bing so wait, t- let's talk about that for a second. So webmaster tools, tell people what that is um, for so, those that don't know. Um, it's separate from Google Analytics. So we'll say, you know, analytics basically is telling me how many visitors I got, how what my on-time site is, et cetera. Um, what webmaster tools is, it allows you to submit a site map to the search engines um, and they can and and basically it speeds up the crawl process cleans up the crawl process and allows you to manually submit urls like so if i had a post that i feel like it was like kind of breaking news in the industry or whatever Mm -hmm. and i wanted google to see it a lot faster than waiting for their robots or spiders to get to it i you have so many per month but you can go in and manually have that new posts crawled right away and indexed. And I've seen pages that I've written and indexed on the first page in Google for keywords within that day or the next day. Oh, wow. And at the number one spot by the end of the week. (laughs) It's just all about strategy and just putting in effort. A lot of people just write things and they don't put the time in and follow through. I mean, there's follow through involved. Yeah, that that makes sense. Do you use the any um, Google sitemap plugins for wordpress or do you yeah, just use... so let me um i was gonna, yeah i was gonna ask my what dashboard real quick yeah absolutely so <laughs> i'll go into one of my sites here um and i honestly when you when i'm talking about plugins the key to using plugins number one is to not use too many yeah because then you know all the search engines um your seo is based on your site load time as well so mm-hmm. if you're on a really crappy host Move it. Yeah. If your site's loading slow, um, if you have a bunch of plugins or plugins you're not using, delete them. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a. It's there. If you did a search, um, I'm sure you could probably link to this yeah. in the show notes. I'm going to send it over to you now. Okay. Uh, but it's called Google XML Sitemaps version three for Q translate. Okay. And you can put that in the show notes because there's a bunch of different sitemaps. And what this does is this creates a very clean um, XML sitemap that allows you to make tons of adjustments. Um, you want to make sure you go through and adjust those properly. Um, and that's everything from just what pages are, are you know, most priority, um, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, I've used that one for years now, and that one has beat anyone. Um, I personally even use that one. There's one built into Yoast, the Yoast plugin, oh, the site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I actually am not sorry, Yoast. I really love your plugin, <laughs> but I do prefer this sitemap builder over the one that's in Yoast. Um, so I actually use this for my sitemaps and kind of skip the sitemap setup in the Yoast plugin. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. 
So are those your two main plugins? Do you use any um, others regularly? Let's see here. Um, I mean, there's a newsletter um, plugin mm-hmm. that I use. I mean, um, that's kind of not really SEO. Um, and I assume it's probably different for depending on if you have yeah, different needs on of the, the site. And, right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's this, you know some social plugins always that are changing because they're always breaking. To be honest with you, the developers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking about just making my own just to make sure it works all the time. That would be cool. Because those things always break. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I could go on. Uh, you know, I use I use a newsletter one. Um, I use. Uh, a backup to a dr- Dropbox. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I back up my site to Dropbox, so I always have a clean copy in there just in case. And just some other simple ones like polls and adding things to the site just to create some interaction on your site, so it's not just a crapload of content. But I can create, which isn't a bad thing. I I didn't mean crapload of content in a bad way. Yeah. But you also want people to interact on your site as well. So you can. There's a. It's called wp dash polls and so you can create a poll just to have people interact like what game do you like best or you know things like that or you know what age range are you or any kind of poll you can think of it's just a simple way to add into your you know your navigation on the side or or things like that so i don't use too many um a lot of if i do anything um I'll kind of tweak the PHP myself if I want to do anything, te- you know, super technical. If I can't find a good plugin, sure. Like I said, I try to try to minimize really um, what plugins I use because some of these guys' plugins are super heavy and mm-hmm. will bog your site down. They do, yeah. Um, so if my word of warning is just <laughs> keep, keep it light, yeah. Um, but yeah. Those are the basic ones, but when you're talking about Yoast, it has a ton of options. It's just it does, take yeah. the time and make sure you go through and set up everything um, correctly. And what is correctly, I guess that all depends on you know <laughs> who you are and what your site is. So, um, but they kind of have, a, I think, a walkthrough tutorial thing on here as well. So, well, it looks like they've added a bulk title editor and bulk description editor. Oh, now that's too. cool. Hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Way to go, Yoast. Very I cool. Applaud. I applaud you. <laughs> That's very cool. So. so, Okay, so not to jump around here, but uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is it seems like the focus of SEO for a long time was just getting ranked higher in the search engines and getting traffic from you know Google and Bing. But it, it seems like, and you got to tell me if I'm wrong because I could be way off with this, but it seems like over the last, I don't know, year or two years, it's grown to include getting traffic from, you know, all these social media sites like Facebook and YouTube and stuff that aren't really about getting your main site ranked higher, but about, you know, just generating traffic from say, you know, Pinterest or Facebook to your site. Um, you know, that, I, I think that may, I mean, people are probably going to disagree with me and that's fine. Um, but I honestly think that was a bigger factor. Um, maybe a, a year or if not a little, you know, a little longer ago, um, the whole social thing, I think because, you know, I, I've built, you know, plenty of pages. Um, but to be honest with you, majority of my traffic, even though every single post I post goes out on Twitter, goes out on Facebook, like I said, I stumble it. I still dig it. Yeah. (laughs) Just to see, you know, (laughs) if there's any light left in that little bucket. Um, but, majority and when i say majority i'm talking 80 plus percent of my traffic is all organic the the rest would be either referral or social wow okay um, i mean except when you get hit those really big stumble waves it yeah. might go down a little bit but the referral i mean but the but the organic search is still number 1 um from what i'm doing and i mean and that's the key um the, the social sites, I think people, when you, there's unique ways to post on Facebook that 
is a whole other topic. Like you can post the image and then post a link to the article. So that way mm-hmm. the image comes across the page. Um, you can put the link in there and then type in your own description. And then it's a link out to your, to, to the article. Um, I found that traffic in that whole aspect, people are clicking less to the article. They're reading kind of the brief mm-hmm. bio and then kind of skipping through. Um, more people are coming in from keywords, basically, that they're looking up in the search engines, plain and simple from what I've seen across the board. Interesting. Yeah, that's good to know. So your your strategy with the social media stuff is just to kind of... To have a presence. Have a presence, yeah. What and, do, and, still, and still use it and, and try to, you know, obviously have people come over and contribute. But I find that where it does come into play is people are leaving comments more... They'll read the article and then they'll post the comments not on the actual blog site or your site. Mm-hmm. They'll post the comments on the Facebook post. <laughs> Got it, yeah. Um, so that is that is where it does come into play. But as far – I, I see less click-throughs coming from social than I used to. Okay, interesting. And, and it's, it's still – it's organic is still reigning beast, at least on my end. And I don't know, you know – it could everybody's situation could be different. It That's could true. just be the way that maybe my social game, you know, has fallen off, I, and that could be for a reason. Maybe I'm done with dealing people and just want to deal with the robots. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, and I enjoy it because my goal when I'm working on a site or a post or a project, whether it's for myself or for um, a client, yeah. is getting them ranked for keywords for posts and so forth. I mean, I think social does have play in it, but if people are finding you naturally mm-hmm. through an array of keywords, not just like five, but yeah. an array of keywords, whether it's short tail, long tail, long tail, great. Um, because those convert even better because they're typing in something specific and you're, they're finding you and that can, if you're monetizing on that, on these sites, your conversion is going to be through the roof as well. Okay. I'm going to ask my question about keywords now, since we, since we got into that, how do you go about researching keywords? Do you plan that? Is there a step along the way that you do it? Like if you say, okay, I'm going to make a video game site and then these are going to be my keywords or do you do it the other way around and what do you, how do you do keyword research and decide on what you think you can rank for? Well, it used to be, to be honest with you, it used to be where, you know, the, the URL, your URL used to be a big part of it. So yeah. I was a whole fan of trying to fit, you know, <laughs> keywords into the domain, sure. you know, as best as I could. Uh, I mean, obviously, it still does have some play, but it doesn't have as much as it used to. Okay. Um, so you can pretty much take, uh, you know, I could, if I was able to get mylittleponyrules.com, <laughs> I could turn that into a video game site okay. and still get be able to have that site rank just as well as, pro, you know, as as a site that had the word gaming in it based mm-hmm. on my SEO factors. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, so... Keywords, that is where, yeah, your SEO factors then come in is I kind of – it's where you start testing, you know, like what do you want to go after? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go after gaming reviews? Um, you know, are you going after a certain type of game player? Um, and and I'm, we're talking about gaming again, but, you know, are you what are you targeting for? Yeah. Then you see how you start ranking. Um, obviously, that's main page. Um, and you see where you start coming up and then from there, it's kind of, you start making adjustments, mm-hmm. um, you know, once you see where you're moving, it, it's kind of like, it's not really pre-planned for me personally Got it. Okay. because, it, because I know it's going to change. Yeah. It's... I know as far as my keywords, I'll go ahead and throw some out there of what I like, but you know, I'll even put a game a name of a game in my title tag on my main page to help rank for that or in my keywords. But once that game's irrelevant, I go back and I'll change that and mm-hmm. put the, put the newer version of that game or something else within my title tag. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, so it, it's all about being dynamic and changing things, um, you know, and, and keeping up with your sites. Makes sense. Yeah. So do you get surprised a lot about, 
what you rank for. Like I know with some of my sites all yeah. you know, good yeah, stuff and I'll be like, Well, I'm ranking that's getting kinda of good traffic. I never would have thought of that or you know. There there are some surprises, mm-hmm. uh, I won't lie, that uh, catch me off guard sometime. Here, I'm bringing up some analytics. I'll give. So since we're still talking about yeah. game, I'll go. Let me look up. There was one that just, whoa. See, like yesterday, I pushed out a stumble upon post, and traffic on the site was four times higher than it's been all week. Okay, nice. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, stumble upon still works i like stumble upon i sometimes i've been been preaching that thing forever yeah a podcast that i used to do back in the day yeah um and it still works but like i said it doesn't work for every niche i've tried it but Mm -hmm. if you're in the techie artsy music um you know modern kind of anything besides like knitting crocheting yeah you should be able to do well Cool. Um, That's good to know. Look up, I'm going to look at this keywords here. Just kind of get an idea of ones that have caught me off guard. I mean, most of them, and we talked about this before the podcast, that um, about dropping the F-bomb, but I'm going to drop yeah. it here. So you can prepare <laughs> the bleep or whatever. But so like a lot of it, I rank for, you know, Xbox One, Black Screen, and, you know, certain game makers' names. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I get video fucking. <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> uh-huh. New visits, you know. it's Their bounce rate, zero. Well, no, actually, bounce rate on that is high because that's obviously not what they're looking for. <laughs> yeah. But, I like, what? So, you know, and then I get funny gamer tags list, you know, does really good. And then, you know, and then it comes down and let's see something super long. How many kills does it take to prestige a peacemaker in black ops two <laughs> on Xbox 360? Like somebody really typed that long search in and then wow. you get things once again, like video fucking again. That's funny. Wow. So, okay. And, that, and that's towards <laughs> the top. Like, Is it? What? Yeah, <laughs> I get tons of traffic for that. I, I don't understand. I've never looked. I'm you, kind of scared to look. Yeah, man. Oh wow, I rank number three. For, Do you really? For video fucking, all <laughs> one word. Now, to all our listeners out there, if you search that term while you're at work, you might not want to click on any links. Just yeah. Well, if it's mine, you're <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's you'll funny. It, you'll know that it's a gaming site by <laughs> looking at the, everything it's surrounded by. But yeah, no, it ranks like number four. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, so... I, <laughs> yeah, see, SEO is entertaining and it can make you money all at the same time. Exactly. So, so speaking very- of scared by the first result on that page i'm clicking away now okay, okay. we'll save that one for another podcast it, too. it had something to do with animals and <laughs> i just let's go let's just keep moving right. so so for monet we've talked a lot about you know the actual site but what are some ways to monetize the site what are your favorite ways to monetize it do you use offers do you use adsense um, um i i've never been a fan of adsense okay. i think a lot of people have been trained to look away from it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's standard banners, you know, sizes, you know, s- s- skyscrapers and whatever, you know, those banners. Um, I think a lot of those are kind of just an outdated way. Really where I see the biggest conversion is, and this comes into play of whole, the whole interlinking process, mm-hmm. is to when you have a f- post that's drawn out and completed – I go back and then look through that post and look for opportunities to interlink. And I'll typically, depending on the length of the post, I'll interlink maybe one to two times, you know, to tag pages or to other posts or whatever. And then I'll also go back through and take the opportunity to deep link a product within my post. So if I'm talking about if I say, you know, Titanfall or Xbox One, I could deep link that post to Amazon, hmm. for example, and to sell the product. Okay. Um, the key is not to say, for Titanfall, click here now. <laughs> like, okay. 
biggest mistake that people make is they they don't take the opportunity and take you can take how you need to do it is you take the actual word so for example we take the word titanfall mm-hmm. and we want to make that we hyperlink that and use that as our anchor text so titanfall you'd link it to the product right onto the buy you know now page where somebody on amazon or or whatever you're gonna wherever you're gonna send it yeah you link it right to that product page and then use your alt text to use keywords in there as well so you put titanfall comma xbox one comma gamer you know and put keywords in that as well so it helps google um understand where these links are going and what they're about and you're sending people to buy the game and they're clicking through and at the same time it's not a sneaky way but you know they're clicking through most people can see and understand what they're clicking through before they click on it and if anything you're setting a cookie at that point Mm. once they click the link as well yeah good point so even if they don't purchase that day depending on you know if you're working with a merchant that has a 90-day cookie or Amazon that has a day cookie you know your conversion is going to be I have found to be a lot higher than sticking a banner up hmm. I mean banners really don't convert I put those there I will put banners on the right nav of my site every now and then mm-hmm. just to kind of break up some of the um, I guess, what, what do I want to call it? So like feeds, like I typically will put like a YouTube feed on my right nav, maybe an email sign up. And then to break all that up in like a Twitter feed, I'll typically break it up by using uh, an image, like a 300 by 250 or a 250 by 250 image sense. just to kind of break up the text over text over text mm-hmm. to give it sense. more of a visual, comfortable feel. Yeah. Hmm. Not not that those really convert as well, obviously, as the deep linking within the post, because that's <laughs> that's where all my sales come from. They're all coming from linking within my posts. Really? Okay. If Just... I read re- re- writing a review on a game and I'm linking deep linking to selling the game on Amazon or like a bundle pack or something that they mm-hmm. have, that's where that's where the conversion lies. Interesting. So do you promote, just using gaming for an example, you know, you talked about promoting the actual game, but do you write a lot about, I mean, what else do you promote? Because obviously if, you know, they... I mean, you could go on for days. Like, so if it's an article that, because we don't just write about, I mean, a game. So like just to get some rankings, you know, when the Xbox One came out, people are going to think we're video game nerds because we can't (laughs) stop talking about it. But we are. Yeah, Um, that's... (laughs) <laughs> you know there was there was problems and with the system you know there was they were calling the black screen of death or whatever you want to call yeah, it uh-huh. and so why not write about it and rank for it so within that post you know you can sell people um you know we give them the whole support thing on ways to do the hard restart mm-hmm. and then in there you can link them to products such as a controller or even to the system or even um to memberships you know your xbox live membership cards oh, yeah. and there i mean there's it's endless possibilities it doesn't even have to be xbox related i mean it can be um there's all kinds of stuff they have out there that you know if you have that keyword the basic way to do it is write your post and then sit back and read the post after you're done with it before you publish it and look for keywords in it that there's potential product you could sell. Hmm, okay. Is, yeah. is my way of doing it. So I look through and, you know, if, if I even write something like, so, you know, I was drinking a, a bottle of, you know, something beer or whatever <laughs> in the post, you know, you can sell that. There's affiliate programs somewhere that's going to sell that product. That's you don't point. necessarily have to sell something related to video games. That Yeah, that's a great point. So it's, yeah, because that totally opens up your whole. Yeah, you got to look out. Just because your your website is based in one niche, don't limit yourself to your products that you're selling are just in that niche. Because you have your readers just like yourself. Yeah, they do play video games, but they 
I'm sure they're interested in other things like maybe girls or video games. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not girls if they're playing video games. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, you know, beer or just, you know, even like w- cables for your TV or even yeah. linking them to a new TV because their TV sucks. Yeah. Like you could, you, and, and things like that. HDMI cables. I mean, it's endless, the possibilities. And this is, we're just talking about this one site. It's true. Yeah, that's and, a, Yeah. No, that's a really good point. I mean, the beer thing even, that's, uh, yeah, I never really thought of, of it like that. But you could just, if you're writing an article, I mean, especially if it was in some kind of conversational tone, you could throw yep. in a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's... And that's how we and that's how we try to on most of the sites. A lot, it, it attracts to more readers, and I think that's why and how you get a lot more on-site um, time mm-hmm. is it's more personal, so people are actually reading the entire article rather than it being like the standard, you know, huge, you know, gaming sites that write this news and they don't come across very personal. Yeah. But, um, you know, even if, so when we do videos, we do gaming videos of our gameplay. If I'm writing Mm -hmm. about an artist, it's usually an artist. And I I listen to a lot of underground hip hop. Um, I always try to support the music and the artists. So, I will always link them to the album to buy, mm. you know, like yeah. support the artist, support the music. And there's links to that. And why not? And you're helping support the artist. And at the same time, you can make a buck or two for a hundred or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for all your links, do you use, um, any kind of link masking or anything? Do you use pretty link pro or no? This is, this is a question that I always get. I don't yeah. hide anything. Okay. I don't. And, a, a lot of people think that hiding it is, you know, Google doesn't see it and it's, you know, pretty or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Google knows. Yeah. Don't I, you're not tricking anybody. It might trick your reader, mm-hmm. but why are you trying to trick your reader? Yeah. You want your readers to trust you. So I, I say just put it out there yeah. and just, yeah, I, I have a disclaimer on there that you may click through to some sites that I might get paid on. Hmm. I'm disclaiming that in my on the disclaimer on all of my sites, but you know, uh, but if it interests them, there's a reason they're clicking through. But sure. no, I don't hide anything. I I, I make it as plain as uh, plain as day that you know this is a link that you're gonna click through to a product, and I'll be getting paid off of it. I'm not hiding it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna start doing I, that then. Yeah. I mean, you can you can take the time. I mean, some people prefer that, and but I I see it is being dishonest mm-hmm. that, that, Oh yeah, I'm hiding this and Google's never going to find out. Number one, Google knows already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Google's <laughs> stupid. Come on. They know I mean, if there's a simple tool that if anybody that is a webmaster and they use, um, and they have, uh, there's a tool that an add on you can add on called live HTTP headers. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You click a link and you have live HTTP headers up. You can see everywhere that link goes. Yeah. <laughs> so don't tell me that Google doesn't know what's going right. on. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, you know, just be honest because I think your readers will respect you more in that manner as well. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. A really good point. I mean, um, why hide it? I mean, be honest and just just. I think you gain more trust in the community of whatever your community is. If it's gaming to, to, you know, mom blog or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think building that trust because there's more and more sites being created every single day. That's true. That's true. And so obviously you want to keep your audience, your core audience from not going and straying. So be honest, like, and they're going to stick around. I mean, it's plain and simple. I've been doing this a long time and I've learned that honesty from the beginning and doing it the right way from the beginning, not trying to take shortcuts will have you around in this industry for a very long time. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There was one more thing I wanted to ask, but I don't want to keep you all day because I know you have to get back to gaming and (laughs) <laughs> and building sites in that order, right? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, you talked about newsletters on your site, uh, newsletter plugin. So on all your sites, do you build lists or is that, does it depend on the site? 
It depends on the site. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, it, I only really do it if I feel like they're – if I have value of sending out to my readers. Um, you know, sure. like if I feel like down the road that there's – I mean, I would say yes, you should add it to your site because you can always remarket to those lists. Some people abuse that. But for – most of my sites, there is a list because there is a purpose for me, whether because, you know, personally, I use my list for giveaways. Mm -hmm. So going back to the gaming, because that's just what we've been on. I get a lot of free product from gamer gaming um, companies out there that want me to test products. That's they what I need to do. I need to get that's a gaming what I'm saying, set up. So. Man. <laughs> hey, if you want to start writing, I could use, I could always use more writers for the game. I might take you up on that. So how do the, not to cut you off there, but how do the, the companies just find you? I imagine through the search engines, right? Just Absolutely. searching and stuff. You know, uh, so are you, you're a big gamer. Have you heard yeah. of Gunner before? Gunner? I think so. They, they provide the gaming glasses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gunner. I have some sitting Gunner right here in front of my, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. So true story. I actually, somebody gave me a pair of gunners about three years ago. Uh -huh. I've used. Um, and so I actually approached gunner and, and I said, look, um, you know, I'm interested in our site. This is how much traffic we're getting. I think we could work out a really good partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like, Oh yeah, we hear this all the time. I'm like, look, let me prove it to you. I'm not asking, you know, I don't want to be part of your affiliate program. I don't, you know, I just want to prove to you how well we can SEO and monetize your products, you know, okay. and before we even talk again. Mm -hmm. So I was like, just send me a pair of glasses. So they sent me a box, a couple pairs for review. Okay. I wrote two reviews. Well, my team, myself, and um, a couple of guys, we wrote some reviews on these glasses. We had that their glasses ranked above Amazon, Best Buy, <laughs> TechCrunch. Wow. Even their own website within three or two weeks. Whoa. And was this on, back, on one of your back, video game sites? Yes. Okay. Went back to them and said, check this out. Look at all this traffic. <laughs> and then the amount of traffic that was clicking through, we put up, for, you know, obviously links going back to their site for them to people to purchase yeah. and, a, and a banner because we now consider them a partner of ours. Okay. Uh, that, you know, we're friends with, we, you know, and they in turn um, were blown away. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing I know, I get a box in the mail with like, 10 more pairs of glasses to give to the rest of my team and you know, that we game with and to write some more. So, um, that's it's awesome. Proving to them. So yeah, that one I approached, but then, you know, you'll start it's, Oh, it's kind of touchy in the gaming world to be honest with you, okay. because I'm sure they hear from a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of fluff. That, oh, yeah, we can do this, and we're the number one gaming clan, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll see us on YouTube. YouTube, whatever. Who cares? Nobody – just because you have a YouTube channel and you got a trillion hits, I can do that just by going and buying views overnight. Sure. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of these kids do. And then they trick these companies into think and sponsoring them. But what I was able to do was go and write natural, organic, quality content reviews – on these products and convince these major brands that, look, this is the way it should be done. Mm -hmm. And I'm, what I'm trying to do is take that whole industry and show them that these kind of sites will beat down anybody with a trillion Google followers or, or YouTube viewers uh -huh. any day. Wow. And, and it's but, working. <laughs> that's really cool. You got to think the, outside the box. Yeah. Because, because, I mean, just because some guys – has a YouTube channel and it's him playing a video game in the glasses mm -hmm. that people don't care about that. Yeah. They're, you know, but if I'm writing an article of why these glasses are beneficial to me and, and that I'm an avid user of them when I'm in front of my computer and in front of my TV, that's where you're getting the click throughs and the people converting and buying, not just because you have some hot shot who thinks he, because he has a million YouTube views you know, he sold this company that, oh, 
look, I got all these views. Send me some glasses. And those guys aren't sending those people any traffic. Got it. Yeah. But once again, we're talking about this niche, and it's going to be different for in every niche you you talk about. But sure. um, just just kind of a scenario of of how that works. Huh. That's really cool. Very cool. So well, yeah, uh, if you ever want to write about something, just let me know. Okay, I think I might take you up on that. That would be kind of fun. Um, yeah. To do, yeah. So uh, I know I was asking about the newsletters just to wrap that oh, up. Yeah. You you um. So the whole reason I used it for was when I got what I got into. Like I said, I sorry I talk forever. <laughs> That's it, okay. So we got the box, and then basically we use those newsletters to grab information, and then we run contests that we can then send out to all of our subscribers. You know, sign up for deals. Um, sometimes we'll get deals from our sponsors. Um, we'll get you know, and obviously we want our loyal signups or our loyal fans, readers to know about these. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I incorporate. I say if you have a purpose, um, create you know start collecting information. Yeah. Um, if you don't really have a plan, I mean, to use it, I mean, it's not a bad idea to collect information, <laughs> but just don't abuse it. Yeah. Because then people are abusing, and then you're gonna if you use your newsletters the wrong way, you're gonna get a lot of people unsubscribing. Okay. Or not even coming back to your site because they're annoyed because you're sending them emails every other day about a new blog post. Yeah. If they're readers, they know that blog post is there. Makes sense. So uh, I kind of use it as a tool to maybe if I need to drum up, you know, promotion for a partner of ours mm-hmm. or, or, you know, I, I just feel like giving something away. Um, and what that in turn does is if I give away, I typically – send that out to my readers. And then part of the process is if they can get other people to sign up for the contest that aren't part of my site, that then builds my base of readers even more. Mm-hmm. And I use, have you ever heard of raffle copter? No. Um, the, it's one of the greatest tools if you're ever going to create a contest okay. to use. So it's called raffle copter. Raffle copter. Okay. And what it allows you to do is you can give people points. So if you start a contest, you can give people points based on what actions they take. Mm. They sign up for your newsletter, they earn five points for five entries into your contest. If they sign up for your Facebook page or they like it, they get five points. Um, if they sign up for your Twitter, they get five points. If they, um, you know, on a daily basis, there's some you can do if they send a tweet out about your contest, they can earn another entry into the contest. It's a really great tool to help spread word of your site in your contest and have other people get involved in that as well. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at that. That's uh... There's a free version of it. It's mm-hmm. pretty limited, but it's great to test. Um, it, and, you know, It's limited, but you can still do quite a bit with it. And then there's a paid um, option of it, but it's definitely worth signing up for and trying. Um, I, I really dig it, especially, you know, giving away a product and it's fair because once the contest is done, you just click the button, generate a winner. I mean, you see all the entries beforehand. It produces a report so you Mm -hmm. can see when and what they did to earn their points. So if there's anybody that's fishy, you can pull them out of there, et cetera. But then at the end, all you do is click the button, pick me a winner and it'll randomly pick one out of your entire list and um, it'll actually post it under on the site under your kind of plugin or your piece of script that you have on your post for that contest. That's really, can you, can you use it for um, not just contests, but for, I guess like locking content or some other giveaway just as a ongoing thing like they have to earn points to download like an ebook or something i don't know yeah i I mean you you can get dynamic with it and use it all kinds of different Hmm. ways that's cool i'm gonna check that out it looks really neat. yeah definitely sign up for the free one and uh check it out i mean we've used it like i said to give away we've given away a few pairs of a hundred dollar um gunner optics glasses yeah Uh, and it works really well and it's grown our base, our reader base even more. Hmm. Um, so very cool. Pretty cool tool. I mean, I could go on about all the different stuff and tactics we use. Um, but I don't, 
you we're probably losing <laughs> listener, listeners at this point. I don't maybe. I sh- I should have you back though. We could uh we could pick up where we left off. We can do a part 2 and and talk about other stuff cuz yeah, there were there's a lot of great stuff in here. Um yeah, I'm down anytime. Okay. Um well, almost anytime. <laughs> almost anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I actually got another I have a conference call coming up in 15 minutes and then got a little gaming to do before my next one. You know, got to get that content. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. No, I'm not game. I'm not just goofing off. I'm generating content, see? That's it's legit. It it's, is. It, that's why that's why I need a video game cider. <laughs> write stuff for you guys. I can say, "No, I just I got to do this for Jason, sorry." Exactly. Yeah. And, well, and the best part is I have my wife even backing me up on it because she, <laughs> I mean, she you know, I usually don't have to authorize purchases, but uh-huh. you know, obviously with the timing of me leaving and you know, I was trying to be that grown adult we spoke about, I said, look, you know, the site's doing well. I showed her the numbers. I was like, but I can't write about the next gen platform. I really need to be writing about this. Mm -hmm. I think this is a good decision for us to purchase at this point because I'll be able to generate more content. And it was, I mean, I wasn't trying to sell her like a salesman, but like realistically it, it made sense because this is the next gen console whole thing. And, and, um, it is a way for me to generate content. That's true. That's true. So. Yeah. Well, thanks. I I appreciate you taking the time to come on here. I know you're super busy, but this was some really good stuff. It's I'm going to write up the show notes and get it posted, and um, then I'm going to bug you in the near future about coming back for part two. Okay, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to the AF Playbook Podcast, your source for growing your online business. For show notes and to read the latest blog post, visit us at afplaybook.com slash blog.